Hi everybody, before we start, thanks for tuning in, you're obviously here because you enjoy what we are doing, so we've decided to start a Patreon over on patreon.com forward slash wrong term memory, the link is also in the show notes, but why would you join our Patreon, Colin? Well, other than just being a great guy, uh, you'll also get all our shows without adverts, you'll get them early. You'll get bonus content from time to time. You'll even have the opportunity to be named as an executive producer at the end of each pod. And we might even start doing some live streams sometimes. All stuff you can only get by being on Patreon. And you can support that from as little as 10 pence per day. If you can't support us financially, you can offer continual support because we know you're great people by leaving a quick rating or review anywhere that you can. And now, on with the show. everybody it is week two of your bonus content which is really exciting so if you have took a two-week free trial and are listening you've only got four days left of this absolutely prime content aren't you lucky yeah russia denmark today mate yeah um i'll brush it about later to make sure i'm sat down in front of the tv to watch it um russians are nuts eh? um especially when it comes to booze (laughs) yeah they like beer I don't think was considered an alcoholic drink there until ten years ago. I think maybe two thousand eleven. Yeah, before they decided, um, right? That that's that's a drink. It was quite common, like for like beer, just to be handed out at lunchtime in workplaces and building sites and all that sort of stuff. People would take bottles of beer in their lunch boxes, almost even at school and stuff like that. It was just not alcoholic. Children would drink beer. Um, it, it had to be a spirit, which would obviously be vodka to be considered actually alcohol beer was pretty much just like a, a can of iron brew yeah, which so, I've watched a lot of crazy Russian videos on YouTube over the years and uh-huh. when you read stuff like that it does make sense well but the thing is like there is like in France for example which we were speaking about last week they they let kids drink basically so there's not that sort of excitement and st- not stigma, the opposite of that, like this excitement to get pushed as soon as you can because it's naughty and your parents say no and they've got a low level of alcoholism. It's not particularly worked in Russia, but I think they are the biggest drinkers in the world almost. Like they're definitely in the top five. I had the top five list, but I can't remember it off the top of my head. I think Macedonia might have been in there as well. Yeah. Just kind of tells you all you need to know probably about the the landscape the buildings, the communist vibes that you're getting in these countries that fuck it, let's have a beer for breakfast and <laughs> a vodka for lunch. You know. there's, there's definitely something to that whole letting kids have a drink and getting used to it sort of thing. My daughter turned 18 in March and poor lassie's been locked at locked to hell in lockdown for the last year so you, you do a fair bit of drinking between your 17th and your 18th birthday but she's not really been anywhere to do that. Um, but she has had drinks in the house and all that sort of stuff. But she still went mental since she turned 18. Like, genuinely. I think it's a combination of turning 18 and the world opening up again. But she's literally been at the pub so many times. She'll text me and tell me that she's in the pub, her local pub, as a Weatherspoons, Boo Hiss, etc. Um, and I'll go on the app and order drinks for her table and send her cocktail jugs and stuff like that. But the one thing I was really, really, I should be proud of, but I was also a bit, are you really my daughter? was just yesterday actually she texted and told me that she was in the pub and I said all right what table and I'll send you some drinks and she went no I think I've had enough I'm quite drunk already so that you maniac I would never have done that no not at all like I remember years ago 
when I first started driving, being the designated driver, and invert, well, not an inverted commas because I didn't drink, but that was the worst night of my life. Seven, just turned 17, 18 maybe. There used to be a pub uh, in Glasgow. Like a lot of the pubs are sort of down the stairs on your sort of West Regent Streets and stuff like that. I can't remember the name of it. Was it the but Monkey yeah. Bar by any chance? It was near there, but it wasn't the Monkey yeah. Bar. But they used to let 16-year-olds in, and it didn't matter. Yeah. You would go there, and half your year would be there. You know, there were <laughs> 30 people that you knew, and they just didn't particularly care. But yeah, I decided to drive one night, and yeah, never again, man. But that's just, I think kids are a lot smarter nowadays when it comes to the old, the old booze and the old anything else, any other sort of stuff that you want to do, a lot more straight-laced. They definitely are, I think there's two reasons for it, one is that they're a lot more health-conscious than we were, like a lot of these teenagers are all about the gym and looking good on social media and stuff like that, and drinking the amounts we used to drink doesn't go along with that. They're also, I think, very aware that their whole life is in front of a video camera or in front of a phone, and if they were going to get drunk and fucked up the way we used to, it's going to end up, videos of it are going to end up on TikTok and Instagram and various other bits and pieces, and that's not a good look. And I think they're actually quite switched on and aware of that as well. Yeah. Do you know what's not a good look? Not saying please for things, but do you know Denmark doesn't have a word for please? Like there's no oh, direct but... translation for the word please. Right, okay. Um, that's that's strange. Um, I've got a bit of a thing with please and thank you, actually. Um, I think please and thank you is really important and you should use it all the time when dealing with strangers and members of the public and waiting staff and stuff like that. However, like at home, I don't think I should say please or thank you like to Lisa. I don't think she should say please or thank you to me because we love each other, we respect each other and it's just knowing that I'm grateful and that I'm thankful sort of thing. So I, she always says it. I hardly ever say it, and we argue about this quite a lot because I say it, it's expected, it's assumed. You don't, you don't need me to say that to you. And she disagrees. What's your thoughts on that? Yeah, it really kind of depends what it is. Like if it's past the remote, then no. But if it's like I don't know, like maybe if I have a few beers and I say, can you nip to the shop or something, please. Like maybe something like that. Like if you're maybe putting them out more than normal, for example. Yeah, maybe. I think that's that's a good example. I can I can get on board with that if you ask them to kind of go out with the the, the usual stuff. But I just think like pass the salt or yeah, can you get me a drink or something like that? I just don't think it's necessary when you're you're in a relationship or you're married and you know that you're thankful for each other and grateful and stuff like that. I just don't yeah. think it's needed. Like, if you asked her to get a glass of water, like, yeah, you don't say please, but the Danes seem particularly proud that you can drink from their taps, but I don't know why that made it online. Because I think it's because it's... I don't think it is, mate. I genuinely well, don't think it right, is that okay. common. Yes. It's common to yeah. us, but in a lot of places abroad, it's, it's just not a thing. Even no, like you're in, right, you're right. When we go to Florida, we buy all our bottled water and stuff like that, and that's the best country in the world. So, but we buy like crates and crates of bottles of water because the tap water isn't great, and that's that's in America. So, Denmark having good tap water probably is something to be proud of. Yeah, New York has got good tap water, supposedly, which is something that you wouldn't think, but they spent billions on some sort of irrigation system all the way up in the sort of mount, like 
maybe not quite mountains, but there's a a big reservoir thing that they they built in New York to get nice clean water. Because you like, I remember going to Turkey and putting ice in my drink the first night oh, and shit. shitting out the eye of a needle <laughs> yeah. the whole of the next day. Yeah, just liquid. I would imagine. Ice cream in it. Yeah. yeah, horrible. Brutal. It's not Absolutely. cool. Yeah, not cool. Uh, three years ago today, Vinnie Paul died. Do you know who he is? The name rings a bell and I want to say it's something to do with guitars, but I could be totally wrong on that. He is a mu- He was a drummer, actually. Uh, oh, right, a see, drummer I, I don't know for him. Pantera. Oh, that sounds like something I'm not interested in. Yeah, like I used to quite like them um, years ago and turns out that their lead singer Phil and Salimo turns out he's from the deep south and he has some pretty fucking horrible views about certain people and one of their their guitarists got shot on stage like um years ago and at the sort of like no, I was going to say celebration gig what's the fucking word I'm looking for reunion gig or no like well, they were like not a charity gig, but like he got shot, so they had a gig for him. Like, oh, like a memorial gig, or yeah, a memorial gig basically. Yeah. And he started fucking um, flipping the, the straight arm up in the air and stuff like that. Um, yeah. I fucking fuck, like, and that really puts you off people. <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you, yeah, just, just just a bit, <laughs> yeah, about Oh dear me, but that is a uh, that's Pantera. So why don't we rip it out with a little bit of our version of Pantera? Hello lovely subscribers, day two of week two of your premium content here and today is Slovakia versus Spain. Um, Two countries I have visited, Jack. Um, I mentioned Bratislava in one of the other episodes this week. Um, Bratislava obviously in Slovakia. Slovakia also the home of the movie Hostel, which I watched just before I went and um, wasn't the best of ideas. Um, But the capital city, Slovakia, um, is kind of unique in that it borders Austria and Hungary which means it's the only capital city in the world that borders two countries. There we are. Did you pop over the border at all? Obviously not. That's a fucking stupid question. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't even know why I asked that, to be perfectly no, honest. No, I didn't. I, I, went, I was there for football reasons. My football team were playing um, in Slovakia, and I went over in a, bund- a big group of 14 or 15. Um, it was just a disaster. That that whole trip was It was amazing, but it was a disaster. Started with fights in the airport because the club shop wouldn't print this guy's nickname on the back of his football top. Nickname oh, was right. Big Shags. Um, okay. So that, that gives you an idea how it went. But it was about 25 pence a pint over there. And we went for a Chinese the night after the game. I think most of us there, say at least 10 of us, were at this Chinese restaurant. We ate like pigs. And the bill was like 60 quid. It was just so cheap. It was ridiculous. Yeah, last time I was on a sort of do like that was the stag doing me actually we went to Spain so I suppose that's what neatly leads on we went to Benidorm like don't get me wrong we went to our pal's house dressed him up blah 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 had a few drinks but like I was half cut but it was um, jet one jet two whatever they're called um, and we were waiting to go on the plane and I took my phone out of my pocket and literally it just slipped out of my hand oh, no. and the stewardess 
stopped me and like sort of held me back. And she's like, right, you've had far too much to drink. And like, you know me, I can handle my drink. So even if I did have too much to drink, I could definitely appear sober. I just literally, phone slipped out of my hand and I thought I wasn't going to go on the plane. But they let me on last. <laughs> so like, I was the guy that walked on last. And they like, don't don't share that guy any drinks and stuff like that. So um, not an ideal start to our trip to to Benidorm. If but. you if you were really, really drunk and in a really bad state, you might have done something which is technically legal in Spain, Jack, which is go nude. That's that's allowed over there. Get my my tiny little bulge out, my <laughs> white balls, balls, and just run about nude in Spain. Technically, you can do that. Then I never, I never knew that. Yeah, it's um, strange. Like Spain, somewhere I've always been, with the exception of once, as like a a child going on holiday with my parents. Uh, my first kind of lads holiday was me and our, our mutual friend Howard uh, went to Benidorm for two weeks but other than that I was always with the family and there is something strange about going to the beach with your mum and dad and seeing boobies for the first time and <laughs> like you've seen them everywhere and you're trying not to look and you suddenly you suddenly re- re- realise how important sunglasses are <laughs> as you sat on the beach just looking at various boobs that are on display um, it has seemed somewhat, somewhat of a rite of passage for a, a young 13 or 14 year old lad I was going to say did you put the sunglasses over your crotch <laughs> <laughs> just balanced them on there like a big nose <laughs> <laughs> big and inverted comments yeah yes. big, big gonzo <laughs> oh, that is it yeah um, Spain as just that, that was my first ever holiday as well went to Ibiza when I was one my mum took me partying nice. and stuff like that but yeah um, coming back flight was cancelled and they offered to listen to this because it was obviously 36 years ago almost they went right flights are cancelled uh, do you want to get the bus <laughs> <laughs> from Ibiza no, right. that's, I a fuck, that's a fucking island right so <laughs> you get the bus to the to the water then you go on a ferry on a bus drive through Spain up through France and come back to Glasgow. My mother was like, ah, uh, I've got a one-year-old child. Are you fucking mental? Of course I'm not getting on a bus. Oh, and man. I think we get... And it, I say we get an extra night. Mum and dad must have been pulling their fucking hair out. But yeah, got a hotel for the night and, and got a flight the next day. But yeah, that was cheeky as fuck, man. Do <laughs> <laughs> I get the bus? No, I, most certainly I bet, not. I bet no. there were some people that said, yeah, I'll just do that. But fuck that, there's... We, I mean, I mentioned Bratislava and going there for football reasons earlier. It's quite common with these European football trips for guys to go to Germany, go to Spain, go to places on a bus and literally be sat on a bus for 18, 20, 24 hours and stuff like that. I, I would genuinely rather miss the game, Jack. I can't think of anything worse. There would have been a time in my life many years ago where I would have thought that was a brilliant opportunity to get on a bus with tons of mental people and get absolutely fucked up um, I would have quite enjoyed that at a very specific point in my life uh, much probably 12, 13, 14 15 years ago I might have enjoyed it but yeah that it's, sounds horrible. It's fucking horrendous mate like, I'm so so past that it's untrue. If we go for an all day shot in the pub I take two modium in the morning because I don't like shitting in my own toilet I only like shitting in my own toilet so the idea of going for 24 hours on a bus it's 
fucking bizarre. So, no, I had a fucking bottle of Gavish gone out with us last time we went <laughs> to the pub, man. <laughs> we are, we are fucking, we're 36. Like, we, we, we shouldn't be this bad, but we are. Um, fuck me. Um, but yeah, the, the, that bus, I'll be honest though, even at 18, probably, I'd probably said no to the bus. Um, I just, I don't think I could have done that. Um, Speaking about soccer teams and stuff like that, um, on yes. this day in 2018, 12 boys, an assistant coach from a soccer team in Thailand, were trapped in a flooding cave, which led to an 18-day rescue operation. Um, I, I vaguely remember this, Jack. I, I think I'm also confusing it with the, the Chilean miners, which was another one that was quite similar, which was quite good TV watching them coming out. Um, but this was one of those things where... I'm not a big fan of Twitter for our news channels. I think they regurgitate a lot of stuff and it's just on a loop a lot of the time. But when something big happens and you get wall-to-wall coverage of it and you get to see fucking live images of people getting rescued from caves, this was pretty cool. Yeah, I think one rescuer died um, trying to trying to save them. And Elon Musk either turned up or offered one of his boring machines or a fucking super submarine or something that he had and they knocked it back they said you've not thought about this too carefully Elon and I think he was pretty pissed off about it man he took that as like a personal offence to his ability to save um, 18 kids um, in a cave in Thailand yeah but one guy (laughs) died that was just him Elon Musk turning up with his um, his his boring machine is is the Real Moat equivalent of Gaza and his fishing rod and a chicken, really, isn't it? Uh, it was pretty close to it. <laughs> <laughs> Big Safeway bag. Safeway's not even a fucking shopping centre anymore. That's how that's how up to date I am with the old shopping. I was in B and M the other day, by the way. Um, oh, that's an awful place to be. That was alright, man. Tell me, you didn't buy any home furnishings? Um, no, I bought. Thank God, I bought fucking. Um, gaming earphones because like I've been pretty busy recently with work, fake work, um, we'll call it with sort of the, the network side of things as well. And I thought to myself, right, I'm, I'm going to sit and <clears throat> play the PlayStation. And I got those, uh, just spent 12 quid in the earphones. My ears are fucking agony, like it, they squeeze your head so, so bad. Oh, yeah, some of them will do. Is that them you've got in just now? No, these are, um, no. No is the short answer, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with you. But uh, we'll wrap it up and we'll speak to you what, tomorrow, I think. Cheers. Yeah, bye. Well, we'll just tell your mother that, uh, that uh, we ate it all. Wrong Term Emery has joined forces with Pie Sports at piesports.com. The pies are absolutely class. I love the Mr. Sings chicken ambala. That is so tasty. That is a good one. I think my favourite would probably be the macaroni, though. I prefer meat in my pie. That's what she said. <laughs> Deary me. So, if I was to pick a second favourite, it would be the steak haggis and peppercorn sauce. It's not a bad choice for any of these pies, truth be told, Jack, because you've got things like the dirty mac, the mac and cheese with black pudding, traditional scotch pie. You've got the Mr. Singh's chicken and bala like we spoke about. And if you like a bit of beef, you've got the beefy bake. The choices are endless. And even if you're trying to lose a couple of pounds like myself and Colin, 
probably could. There is the skinny scotch, which has got 40% reduced fat. Sounds good. And one of the best things about this company is you don't have to go to the bakers and stand in a queue with people full of germs to get these. You don't have to go to Asda. You don't have to go to Morrison's. You don't have to go to Tesco. Nowhere like that. You go to piesports.com, you select your pies, you put in your address and they deliver them to your house anywhere in central Scotland. It couldn't be easier than that. As a listener, you get special treatment though and you can win a box of pies delivered anywhere in the UK. All you've got to do is look out for the hashtag WTMPies on Twitter or use our website wrongtermemory.com and fill in the form there and you could win a box of pies each week on the show. May as well pass to a couple of other Scottish legends. That's magic. Well, what's that? 17 minutes ago, was it? Mm. We're in the house, mind the marine business, lining my ribs, then boof, we're here on the high street searching for the beefy bake. Huh. That is the power of advertising, Jack Boy. Mm. We are the mere puppets of your marketing bigwigs. Hello everyone and welcome to day three of this week's free content and today we are talking about the world's happiest country Jack, that is of course Finland. Why are they so happy? I don't really know to be perfectly honest with you. I can't be that happy if I lived in Finland, it's always dark. Yeah they do have those uh, 24 hours, depends how far north you stay but yeah they do have like months where it's just dark all of the time. Like I said, I'm not particularly sure why they are so happy. Now, we've covered two countries um, in our previous bonus episodes. Now, we're sort of just going to be doing one each, basically, to try and cover all 24 teams in the Euros before the end of the tournament. Did they make a lot of money in Finland? Is that it? Like, I think they're pretty well paid, but then everything's fucking expensive. Yeah, everything's expensive, so it's kind of... It, in some ways that just kind of rules it all out it means that it doesn't matter does it yeah is it saunas or am I getting that mixed up is that saunas are Swedish I think oh, so they don't they don't do saunas in Finland no well, they probably do but they, they're, they're the Swedish thing um, mm. because we do them here um, Finland 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 Finlandia vodka yeah but again we spoke about Russia not that long ago getting full of vodka and it doesn't particularly help them you know, so no, I don't, I, I don't know, I don't know why. Maybe there's just a, a schooling or something. I don't know. Like maybe, maybe school's great and they have a great time at school, and they just sort of grow up with a smile on their face. Whereas at school here, you're getting chased by fucking big Tam. Like, <laughs> 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 oh fuck, big big Tam's coming. He's, I don't know what he's got today. Oh, he's he's took his belt off. All oh, right, fuck, of course he has. And you just run away from that. Maybe there's no bullying or something in Finland. Maybe it's something to do with that. Again, oh just making shit up. No idea. Got some good TV to make you happy. Uh, the Moomins are, are finished. So here they are for one and all. The Moomins are here to call. Come and sit down here with me. They're here for you on your TV. They are the Moomins. So there's a flashback for you. Loved a bit of yeah. Moomins back in the day. Don't think I have ever watched a full episode of it. And I think I'm going to get them mixed up. Were those the little pricks that stayed on the moon? No, they weren't. Okay, there we are. <laughs> Boom. You're maybe thinking of the, the crackers or something, or the, the, the crangers, I think, maybe. Oh, the clangers. Clangers, uh, yeah. that's um, it, yeah. Um, something odd about their birthday parties. This is why they're so happy. It could be. Um, what is it? Uh, the, they get two. Kids so, get two birthday parties. 
Why? I don't know. Not I have been Googling it as we speak, so I'm trying to find out why. Um, I, I, there's no reason that I can see here as to why they do it. If it's a one, one for friends and one for family, perhaps, or do they have two birthdays like the Queen, maybe? You've got your, your actual birthday and your royal birthday. Um, I don't know. Um, maybe. I I, maybe. We, we spoke before about birthday parties and stuff like that, Jack. I think as a kid, a birthday party is fucking magic because you you see all your pals and you're doing something that you want to do. You're deciding it. You're getting to give out party bags, which is always quite a big thing, and you're getting presents and stuff like that. You're either going to the bowling or going to Little Marcos or something like that, or probably nowadays it would be the soft play. Um but you then get to an age where the idea of having a birthday party on your honour is probably the worst thing you could possibly think of. Um, and I'm very much at that stage now. I'll be 40 in a couple of years. And the idea of having a 40th birthday party fills me with utter dread. I don't want anything to do with it. Yeah, you're speaking about like being a youngster and getting to do what you want. I remember my must have been seventh, eighth birthday party and we had... Jungle gyms booked basically, and I was so fucking excited, absolutely buzzing out of my little eight year old berries. And then my fake aunt, who was like my dad's, like one of those like dad's pal, something like that. The aunt Rosie, she booked a fucking like bowling club or a scout hall or some such shit like that, and. For some reason, my parents decided uh, to cancel Jungle Gyms and have a birthday party in a fucking scout hall when I was oh eight. God. I don't know why they didn't just go, Rosie, it was very kind of you, but just cancel it. Fuck off. Like, he's eight years old. He wants to go to Jungle Gyms. So that kind of scared me a bit. Uh, and then I lost at that birthday party. I was in the last two of Pass the Parcel and didn't win. So I was fucking furious about that I as well. I thought you were going to say you lost your virginity. Today yeah, I did. <laughs> that was the third thing I was going to say. Uh, yeah. Okay, cool. But yeah, I was um, absolutely gutted that I lost Pass the Parcel. So I started crying because I was seven. Yeah. <sighs> That's what you do when you're seven. Um, mm. Today's also Bannock Burn Day. Um, Never heard I, of it. I haven't heard of it either. It sounds like something that the Nationalists would have kind of have a field day with. It celebrates the the battle of Robert the Bruce over King Edward, uh, one of the first wars of Scottish independence, um, which happened way back in 1314. And um, there's still wars going on in 2021 about Scottish independence. Who would have thought it? I don't know why I found that so funny that like, year you said, because it just sounded like you were counting. <laughs> 1314. Uh, mm. yeah. I suppose it's fucking 2021 yeah there you go. it's just dawned in me <laughs> yeah there you go you sound like you're counting uh, the year, it sounds like I'm counting yeah like I've got a riddle and by riddle well you'll see in a minute like you're rushing when you go to the toilet and finish when you come out what are you I fucked that up I've literally got it right in front of me here, mate. You're rushing when you go to the bathroom and finish when you come out. What are you in the bathroom? Ah. Um, I'm not great with riddles. Um, for me to get the answer for this, it's going to create a lot of dead air and a lot of ums and ahs, which isn't the premium content people are here for. So tell us the answer. European. You fucking dick.
That was faster than normal, but anyway, we are on Friday, and this is the last day of your free trial if you took it from day one. So we're here to speak about Turkey today, Colin. Yes, we are here to talk about Turkey. Um, I quite like Turkey. I've been to Turkey a couple of times, Jack, um, and it's quite a nice place. Um, we have always been to these big resort-type hotels, which have got loads of different restaurants in them and it's all-inclusive drink and all that sort of stuff and there's no reason to really ever leave the complex and because it's all kind of luxurious the weather's lovely the food's pretty cool and the beer's amazing it is a pretty cool place um i'm not so confident it's such a cool place when you actually go out into deeper darkest turkey but i quite like it i did not enjoy turkey when we went but it was because it was what you were speaking about there, we went the opposite end of the scale and booked not the nice fancy place, but like the cheapest place we could find almost. And it was like a two-star place and there was no fucking air conditioning. It was 44 degrees one day and even the Turkish people were saying, right, it's absolutely roasting, it's far too hot. You know me, fat and ginger. It was horrendous. I spoke about putting an ice cube in my drink a couple of days ago or last week, so I had the shits for days. And it was just far too hot. There were, I'm not passing aspersions on the people that, but I am going to pass aspersions on the people that were there. There was like, there was a Scouse family and there was like a family from, I don't know, somewhere else down in England. And I think they ended up robbing each other or something. Like right at the end, <laughs> there was like Barney, like, you, you stole my ring, you stole my bangle or something. And it was just an absolute disaster. My at the time, my girlfriend, um, her uh, we went with her mum and dad, and a, a pal of ours came, like a, a mutual pal, and one of the guys was going to murder him, and <laughs> like my girlfriend's mum's boyfriend at the time had to sort of step in to stop him from getting murdered on basically night one, no night two, it would have been a guy called Jeff. I always remember the guy's name. Yeah, he was really going to fuck my friend up for being a cheeky wee seventeen-year-old prick. But yeah, didn't particularly like it, but we were out in the sticks. Like, I think when you land in Turkey, you can go to the nice place, or if you go left, uh, you get to the shitty places. We went left, definitely. Horrible. Uh, like, three hours on a bus to get there. Uh. Oh, God, yeah, that's not cool. That's not good. It's a yeah. shame, because some, we, we went to, the place we went to, um, we'll move on really quickly, but the place we went to was called The World of Wonders. And for a while, that's what it was. It was very, very good. Yeah. Do you know male turkeys are called gobblers? <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I do. I do know that actually. Um, <laughs> because of the noise they make, I think is the reason it is what it comes from, isn't it? Because yeah. turkeys like a gobble. And a fully, <laughs> a fully grown gobbler um, can weigh up to twenty-two pounds. There you are. That's a lot. A big gobble. Um, yeah, well done. I've grown to a bigger size. Um, here's a here's a, a strange one. Um, because I've been to a place in Turkey called Camel Beach, right? Um, went on a boat trip, stops at Camel Beach. You can go out, you can ride the camels if you want. I didn't because they're fucking camels. Um, but there are no native camels in Turkey. All the camels in Turkey must be imported in, Jack. I know that Australia um, export camels to the Middle East. Uh, I don't know about Turkey, but yeah, they send camels. Um, to the Middle East for, especially for camel racing, which is pretty big in places like Dubai. I've been on a camel once. I went to Dubai when I was 13. My big sister used to 
uh, used to be married to an accountant who moved out there, and this was before it sort of became the real Dubai that we know nowadays, and went on a camel. It was fun, but they've got two knees, so I fell off the front of it when it, cause it goes down twice, and you don't expect the second one. And I made a cut to myself when I was like 13. But I enjoyed uh, the rest of the holiday. Again, far too hot, far too hot for me. But uh, it was nice to get a holiday, I suppose. <laughs> like, <laughs> I think we went... No, I'm getting mixed up with another holiday. I'll retract that last that last statement. I was going to make an absolute dick of myself. But I think listen, all holidays are great at the time, I think. And especially when you're younger. It's only when you're at when you're a bit older and you you're you're a bit better travelled and you go to slightly better places, you're able to proper proper judge the places you went to beforehand, I think, and realise that some are better than others. Um speaking about things that are some are better than others, it's National Catfish Day today, Jack. Um, I'm lucky enough that I met my, my lovely wife before internet dating was really a thing certainly before Tinder and all that sort of stuff so I've never been catfished but I, I believe it's quite a big thing in the, the online dating world the, the girls will post pictures of just their faces with big boobs pushing up underneath it or sort of thing and then when you see them in real life it's just a very very good picture if it's even them that used to be called the MySpace angle yeah, that was it. Camera mm. from above, just the top of the boobs, and a face smiling at a very good angle with very good skin and the neck looking quite straight and stuff like that. Whereas if you just moved the head a little bit, those rolls would appear and stuff like that. Yeah, no, I've never been, never been catfished, never done any catfishing, never ate a catfish. Very it popular in America. Catfish. No, like, mm. when, we, when we go over there, it's on the menus a hell of a lot. Um, but the steaks and stuff are so good over there I very rarely don't have steak so and the idea of having fish is just fucking ridiculous so although catfish is supposed to be really really nice and Elvis sings about it nah not for me there is a sport in America where it's like catfish so you don't go fishing you go into this river and what you do is you stick your hand into the water and you let the catfish like eat up your arm yeah it's a massive Mm-hmm. And like people die every year doing it because the catfish are so strong that they just drown a lot of people. Yeah, or else they... right? Don't stick your fish down a fucking catfish mouth to catch it. Like, yeah, they've got what teeth. You're, to do. Um, you're you're basically relying on the fact that it's not going to hit you in your fucking artery as well, and that's where a lot of them die as well. I think. Um, is that right? Is it the actual bite that gets them? I yeah, it's it drowned. To, no, it's it's a bit of both, mate. It's a bit of both, but yeah, it's stupid that you're putting your putting yourself. Just a lottery, really, that this catfish isn't going to bite you in the wrong place. Um, there's nets, there's rods, um, there's plenty of ways to catch a fish that don't involve doing that. That That's fucking mental. Well, that is it, mate, that is it. Anyway, I think we'll, we'll wrap it up today. I was, going to, I was going to tell you a joke, but um, you are sicker than me, so we'll maybe leave it for next week, or mm, maybe not. No, redeem yourself. Yeah. Tell, tell me your joke. Let's, let's see if you can redeem yourself. No, like, it was just because, like, my pal Liam um, got in contact with me and he said that, like, his uncle had just died and, like, it was after he put Hunter's Alard on his back that he just went down how rapid. <laughs> Colin, I personally don't think there's anybody still listening and if they are, they're pretty hardcore long-term memory fans and I would be expecting them to go and sign up to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash 
wrong term memory or by clicking the link in the show notes. Absolutely. And if for whatever reason they can't do that and paying for content isn't their bag, they can still offer us continual support by leaving a rating and a review wherever you listen to your podcasts. 